Good morning podcast, I'm Chef Ben and this is Food in 5 brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Uh, today we are talking about the art of entertaining. Now I'm a personal chef and what that means is that people hire me to come to their house and cook for dinner parties, get togethers, or to teach them how to cook. Every client is different and their needs are different. Because of this I create custom menus for all my clients. I ask them what they like and what they don't like, and I ask them if there's if there's a theme to the party, what the party is for, and what style of food they're looking for. With all this information, I create something special just for them. This is the art of entertaining. Create the party for your guests. When planning a dinner party or a get-together of any kind, you have to think about your guests. Who are, they, who are you going to invite? Are there any allergies you need to worry about? What kind of foods do your guests like or dislike? All these things come into play. You don't want to throw a party serving chicken parmesan only to realize that half your guests can't eat gluten and half are vegetarian. This is a painfully obvious example, but it works in broader terms. You want your guests to enjoy themselves. Make sure you know what they enjoy. How many people are you going to invite? This is a very important question, especially if you are doing all the cooking. Obviously, you want all of your guests to be able to sit, so you are really limited by the number of people you can fit around your table. But beyond that, how many can you comfortably cook for? Just because you can seat 12 doesn't mean you need to invite 12 people. Also, the number of people you invite will dis- dictate a large part of the menu. You want people to you want to be able to enjoy your guests. You don't want to be cooking the entire time, so you have to balance the food around the number of guests and their likes and dislikes. No matter how many people you are entertaining, any food item that can be prepared ahead of time is a good idea. This becomes exponentially truer for larger groups. This is why things like casseroles, braises, or roasts are great options for dinner parties. These things can all be prepared ahead of time and then just popped in the oven to finish or reheat. You want to avoid dishes that are labor intensive um, in the minute. Uh, Plan dishes that allow you to do all the heavy labor before your guests arrive. Family style versus plated. A family style meal is when all of the food is put on the table and the guests serve themselves. This is by far the easier of the two dining styles. A plated dinner is one where each course is plated individually. Generally avoid plated meals for dinner parties or any kind of gathering unless you have someone else doing the cooking. What is the party about? This is another important question. Having a definitive idea about what the party is celebrating is a key to success. For example, if your party is celebrating something simple like summer, you probably don't want dishes that are more associated with winter. Stew would be a good example of this. You want the food to reflect the feel and mood of the party. Like if you're having a Japanese themed party, you probably don't want to serve hamburgers. The theme or the reason for the party doesn't have to be complicated. It could simply be that you wanted to throw a party to get your friends together. In that case, just make the food match the season as best you can. Just remember that if you're throwing a party focusing on food, like celebrating the bounty of fall or whatever, the food better be on point. What to cook. Let's look at what you shouldn't cook first. Avoid dishes that you've never made before. I know that it seems like a good idea to make something new to wow and impress your guests. I've personally fallen into this trap a few times and been burnt. There are just too many variables. Also, avoid anything too complicated. Yes, making a perfect souffle is badass, and I'm sure your guests would appreciate it, but do you really want to be thinking about whether or not your souffle is going to fall for the whole party? No, you don't want that. Like I said earlier, when entertaining, choose dishes that can be prepared ahead of time. 
make dishes that you've made at least once before, and make dishes that are not overly complicated. Honestly, when it comes to entertaining, keep it simple. This is often the most difficult thing to do, but your guests want to spend time with you. Don't let yourself get trapped in the kitchen all night. In conclusion, entertaining is a great way to spend time with friends and enjoy each other's company. When done well, a dinner party is relaxed, calm, and joyful. It should be the highlight of the week, not something people are dreading. Keep things light and simple, um, which is generally the best option. Just remember the night is about you and your guests. Spend time with them. Enjoy their company. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Uh, this has been all about entertaining, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to my podcast. Uh, I would really appreciate it. I lost my train of thought there for a second. And thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this podcast episode works because I've been having trouble with that lately, so hopefully it'll work. Uh, yes, I will be back. Uh, I'm actually taking the rest of the week off. So I won't be back until Monday, but I will be back on Monday with a new episode of Food and 5. So enjoy the rest of your week, everybody, and I will see you then.